Hello everyone, how y'all doing? How is your post Super Bowl Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever you listen to it? This, how's it going? I thought about doing a Super Bowl episode, but I decided to leave that to everyone else. But what's exciting is that as the pod continues to grow, I will be incentivized to cover more topics. Anyways, I hope you guys are good. Right now, I am so miserable. (laughs) It's not coming through in my tone, but I am at peak misery. Almost. There's others, you know, if I was itching right now, that wouldn't be so great. I'd be miserable, but emotionally, I'm pretty damn miserable. I have lost 10 pounds and I am on a weight loss journey. I am always on weight loss journeys. I'm, I've worked out for hours every single day for long stretches of time since, um, how old was I? I don't know, 19 or so, 20, who cares? I just, I have a history of working out. I have a history of losing weight. I have a history of working with personal trainers and I am back on the grind. And that is why I am miserable because I am fiending carbs and junk food every moment of every single day and I am hangry. And it's like I I recently was reminded that if you want to lose weight, you have to starve yourself. Like it requires so much willpower, so much restraint, and it's like the chemicals in your brain are like, absolutely not, let's go, let's get this pizza, let's get this burger or whatever it is, even alcohol. When I lose weight, I don't drink. And so I'm on this journey and I want to lose 15 by early next month. So that means I have five more to go. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's, it's hard y'all. It's just like, I just want, I want to eat garbage. And then the Girl Scout, um, bitches, I saw them out this weekend. So the Girl Scout cookies are already out. Yes, I am calling those little girl bitches. Why? Because I was a Girl Scout. Second of all, it's not literal. And third of all, it is bitchy to always be coming out with cookies that are like 400 calories a cookie like the nutrition facts are crazy and so I didn't buy any Girl Scout cookies and I think I've had one or two years out of my entire life that I did not buy them because I was you know wanting to lose weight or whatever but you know I'm just I want food um and I'm eating very healthy right now so Actually, I, you know, when I say that I am miserable, it's for the reasons that I already mentioned, but I just remembered, I almost forgot to tell y'all what happened to me today. And if this has happened to any of you guys, or if you know anyone that this has happened to, please DM me, please send me a comment, please make me feel like I'm not targeted, like I'm the only one that this has ever happened to. So today I went to the gym 
um, to, to take a workout class. So I prefer to do the workout classes unless I'm working with a trainer and just going to the gym on my own. I prefer workout classes, right? I go to a workout class today. And this particular facility, they keep their their showers spotless. Like, I like to shower after I work out, and they keep it super, super clean. So, of course, I want to take a shower. I always take a shower every single time I go to my workout class. So I'm taking my shower, and I have done this particular workout since I feel like 2015 or something. Anyway, so I'm taking a shower. I get out the shower. I change my clothes. I'm walking to my car. I feel like my bag feels a little light. I was like, hmm, I don't see my leggings. I go back into the gym, back into the locker room. Somebody stole my fucking leggings today while I was in the shower. Someone stole my sweaty leggings. Someone stole my leggings with my panties in them. Someone stole my used panties and my leggings that I bought like five days ago. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I didn't know. I did I didn't know that my sweaty leggings were at risk of being stolen by a piece of shit thief. I would love to know who this is. But it's impossible. Not only are there no cameras in the locker room, but it's not like this person walked out holding my leggings or with them wrapped around their neck like If there are cameras in the lobby, this person had my shit in their bag. Somebody stole my leggings. And it was the very first time I worked out in them. I wore them once the other day. And then I wore them for the very first time to work out and they are stolen. (laughs) Like what is happening? (laughs) What is going on? Like I just... I would never think to steal somebody's sweaty workout clothes. These are tight skin, tight leggings. Tight. They fit me like a glove. Somebody waited until my ass was in the shower to steal my clothes. (sighs) I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all didn't steal it. I have a feeling that none of y'all who are listening stole my leggings. So I don't want to I don't want to be giving a rant that you guys do not deserve. But know that I'm pissed off and furious. I'm shocked, I'm confused. And I really want to know if this is a thing. Did I did to am I today years old when I found out that people steal other people's sweaty gym clothes when they're in the shower. So if if this has happened to you or anyone you know, please let me know. Please let me know. I didn't Google because I never heard of this shit before, ever. Never. So I'm just like, I, I of all the things to steal, 
And the thing is, this particular class, it's not cheap. It's not a cheap class. So somebody had money to pay for the class, but decided to steal my leggings. And I feel that this person, this has to be what they do. I don't feel like they were like, you know what? Let me take this one bitch's leggings. Like, this is a heist, maybe. This is somebody who goes to the classes and steals people's clothes every single time. I don't know. All I know is that I wish that this person would show up to class in my leggings. That's what I wish. But I don't think they're that dumb. I don't think they're that stupid. I, I'm not going to know who did this. But I do. I, oh, my gosh. <sighs> okay. Okay. I don't even know if it was a good idea for me to tell that story because now I'm pissed off. <laughs> like, now I'm angry. I'm angry. Someone has my dirty underwear and my dirty leggings and I want to know why. Let me tell you something. Let me move on to the traitors. <laughs> because the way how I want to burn the building down. Like, let me change course. All right. So the traitors episode six was the very best reality TV episode on a competition show that I had seen in a very long time. I'm biased, though. I didn't like Dan. Dan was voted off. Out, up out of there they finally got a traitor it was like finally you guys you are you suck so bad at this but finally so episode six was peak traitor season two thus far so i was like okay episode six set the tone this is where the bar is i'm expecting great entertainment from here on out and i felt that episode seven was the um Worst of the season. It was the least entertaining. This show still is great. Really good TV. But episode 7 was nothing like episode 6. And maybe that's a little good. Because I think I. I'll speak for myself. I need to lower my expectations a little bit. Like it's not always going to just be fireworks. Like episode 6 I thought was just perfection. So. Episode 7. Um, and I think I'm trying to experiment a little bit with my recaps. So what I want to do, what I know I want to do from this point forward with some of the shows is just kind of talk about some highlights of the episode versus um, giving a rundown and a play-by-play. -play. Like, I just, I'm learning. Three years into the podcast game, I'm learning. But I think... That's what I want to do because the fact remains, I don't really believe that anybody necessarily should listen to a podcast to find out what happened in an episode. If you're a fan of a show, watch the show and then listen to what the podcast has to say or the YouTube has to say. That's how I do everything. I like to watch it and then hear someone's take, but I don't like hear someone's take to replace watching the show. So... Episode 7, we find out at the beginning that Peter refuses Parvati and Phaedra's offer to be a, a traitor. And, you know, it's I know why Parvati, I really need to call her Poverty, 
poverty because I feel like the speech impediment that I had when I was like really small, like her name does that. Like I don't, it's hard for me to pronounce it correctly. Anyway, so I might call her poverty because I can't with her name. So anyways, I understand why poverty chose to recruit Peter, but Peter just seems like a different breed. So I don't know. I think most people would have chosen Peter, but how, how, I mean, I understand the reasoning, but Peter was the wrong person because Peter was like, absolutely not. So then Peter says that he wants to be, quote, a part of winning this the right way, end quote. And this is what's sad about Peter. Peter does not understand that all, that he could have loyalty to his friends, to the Peter pals, as Phaedra coined them. You could be loyal to them, but what you got to realize is everyone is for themselves and right now there's so many players that left that peter doesn't understand that all his allies and all his bffs are going to cut him and they will write his name down to get him voted out they just he hasn't reached that point yet so right now he thinks okay well i'm gonna be loyal but if he were a traitor he actually could work to protect his friends And he could win the game because absolutely no one suspects Peter is a traitor. So I do respect Peter's decision very much. I think it's commendable, but I also think that it seals his fate and he will be gone soon. However, Peter is one of the people that I would love to win this game. And it's so funny because some people I follow, they're not, you know, into Peter and... I just think, okay, but who else came up with a strategy and a strategy that worked? So moving right along, Phaedra tells Parvati. So after Alan Cummings tells Phaedra and Poverty that Peter is not going to join them as a traitor, Phaedra tells Parvati. <laughs> See, I paused too long with it. It's it's too much mental gymnastics, me reading how her name is spelled. Um, so Phaedra tells Poverty, it's going to be your last meal. <laughs> Phaedra is like, I love how she's so calm when she says that. Like, I don't know. I just, I haven't watched a lot of Phaedra for a while. Actually, I'll be more specific. I've not seen Phaedra since she left real, or was fired from Real Housewives, but I, I'm so happy to watch her on this. I miss her, and I really want to... I'm, I'm planning on watching her on Girls Trip and Married to Medicine. Don't you worry. Not going to recap those, but I just... I love her. So anyways, um, at the Banishment Reveal Breakfast, Poverty asks everyone if anyone had been recruited by the traders. Talk about obvious. So Poverty... I don't understand, like, first of all, she ain't got no poker face, so why are you even asking the table when you make everything, like, very obvious written across your face? Why are you asking the table? And what I really don't understand is why Peter didn't speak up. Like, Peter went from having um, the best strategy to the worst strategy in just one episode. So then um, we see that Peter... Gets his friends into a room because that's how he decides to play the game. Basically say F you to everyone who's not in his group. And he gets everybody in the room 
his friends and he tells them that he was asked to become a traitor, but he turned them down. (sighs) You know, it makes you wonder when you see Peter's decision, it makes you wonder, did he watch season one? Did he really understand the premise of this show and like a big brother and a survivor where like having quote unquote friends, like those friends are going to turn on you. But he has all his faith in his friends and his friends are going to have to turn on him at some point. So anyways, he tells them that he was, he turned down being a traitor. This is useful information to tell every single person. If Peter said that to everyone, I'm not so sure that they would want to get him voted off. So anyways, the other group. So Sandra uses a pool table and the balls to explain that Peter needs to be voted out. She takes all the red balls to represent that her and other people in the room outnumber Peter or Peter and his crews by seven to five. And so MJ decides that she needs to interrupt the Peter pals and she walks into the room looking crazy. What the hell was MJ wearing? What was she wearing? What was that? It was like a 90s fit. It was weird. So she comes into the room and Peter basically tells her, give, give us a minute. Like Peter tells everybody to give him a minute when he's in the room with his friends and as tacky as this looks and how as off-putting as it looks, how do you find time to talk to your friends? And I think the answer to that question that I just thought about it right now is you have to go one-on-one with a bitch. Like everybody, so Peter has four people in his group. His strategy should be to talk to every single person one-on-one individually because this whole like group time stuff it's rubbing off very poorly and it's part of the reason why people are not trusting him and they want him out. So then we are now in the woods for a challenge. It's so, so gorgeous where this was shot. So beautiful. So this is where we see that Phaedra picks CT to be her partner. And then what happens CT looks down at Phaedra and says, how you do it? <laughs> I don't, you know, I, that was, that was my best um, attempt at that impression. So how you doing is coded for, I want to fuck you. Let's fuck. Let's date. Let's be a couple. Let's do this. That's what how you doing means. That's how I translated it. That's how we all translated it. All you got to say is how you doing in the way that CT said it while looking at his future boo thing to let us know that they got it on and they fucked that night. I'm joking, but (laughs) that how you doing had so much sexual tension. Like it was very clear that how you doing means we fucking tonight. I am here for it. I didn't really like Phaedra and CT before that scene, but I felt sparks. I feel like Phaedra would take him down. I feel like CT would take her, take Phaedra down. I feel like they both would have like a lot of passion and it would be like, it would, it would be a good time. It would be a good time because we already know Phaedra's feeling CT, but it, to me, it was confirmation that CT is also feeling Phaedra when he said, how you doing? So then The challenge that they're on, as you saw in the episode, it traps you in the most dramatic way. Like, 
I mean, I don't know. I'm starting to wonder, but who's behind this show? Like, shout out. You know, so the way that you get trapped in the woods is you fall into, like, some dirty water. Who knows what's in that shit? It looks poisoned. Like, it looks toxic and septic. And you fall into that or you get scooped up in a net real high off the ground. And now that I've seen that this is how they trap people on the traders, I need every single, like, challenge to to end this way. Where if you don't get shit right, you get scooped up or you get, you know, you fall into water. Nasty water. <laughs> like, it was just so funny to see their reactions. And then Sheree is screaming for help. And it's like, Sheree wasn't doing anything that I wouldn't do or most of us wouldn't do. <laughs> like... <laughs> I wonder how many other people were screaming and that they just didn't air. And so we see that Sandra wins her very first shield. And I think it's Kevin's first too. And so then CT tells Peter that his group wants to vote him off. Peter is shocked. Again, this is where Peter, this episode, Peter fumbles the ball the whole time. Which is weird because Peter is surprised and he says... um, And I don't know why, because he already knows that people want him out. So then he starts to panic. And so what does he do? He asks Phaedra and and Parvati if they'd like to work with him to get work together with him. Peter is asking poverty when he's the one who's been saying poverty's a, a traitor and made poverty explain to him why she's not a traitor. So then, um, it's night, it's dark. It's very obvious that Peter is going to go because Sandra already told everybody to vote him off. And it's just very, very obvious that he's about to leave. So what did the producers do at the last minute, which everyone online is saying? At the last minute, they created this whole, let's go to the woods in the dark and let's create a situation so that Peter can stay. That's what everybody's saying. And it makes perfect sense because Peter is really good for the show and they don't, the producers didn't want Peter out. So they had everybody go to the woods in the, in the dark and light fires. And it was just obvious, like, this is not what this show is. This is not what this show does. This is a last minute strategy to keep Peter. So shout out to the producers. Trishelle, for whatever reason, she's crying and crying and begging and begging and looking so pathetic and thirsty. And it's like, if if I was there and I didn't want to vote Trishelle out, I suddenly would want to vote her out after seeing all of her tears because nobody's even, like, talking about you. Nobody wants you out. You're the one who just keeps on acting like everybody wants you out and you're expecting CT to save you when he don't got to. Like, just, it was, you know, I've wanted Trishelle out and... Every single episode since she had um, Peppermint voted out, like, every episode, like, Trishelle gives us more reasons for why we should want her to leave the show. Like, please, I need her gone. So, um, John gets saved, and I'm not getting into MJ and Sheree and all that stuff, like, other than Phaedra started weeping, she started crying, you know, when Sheree chose her, and I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me. That is Phaedra's genius. Phaedra is a traitor. And nobody suspects her that she knows of. She ain't going home, so what does she do? She cries. And that makes her look like a faithful. If 
Phaedra didn't look like a faithful before, especially after Dan threw her under the bus. Then she sure as hell looks like a, a faithful now by crying. Like she's so happy to be saved. And so, um, John saves Peter as he should. Thank God. I love that they had Peter last because I was so worried. I was like, Peter's got to stay. I really would love for Peter to win. As I've said multiple times. So we got the ones up for banishment are Bergie, Kate, Trishel, MJ, and Poverty. So Trishel claims that she's hurt and humiliated and she's so sad about CT and she talks to CT. We do not care. We need Trishel gone. MJ is also shocked that Phaedra did not choose her. These people are delusional. I don't understand why. Like, are MJ and Phaedra besties? Or no, Sandra. Sorry, Sandra. Whatever. Some of the bitches were upset. Like, it's so funny because I was like, let me not get into that. But then I read it off of my notes like an idiot. So I apologize. Some people didn't like what went down at the fire ceremony thing. And that's fine. We don't care. So Phaedra tells Poverty to fix her face and become lovable because people will want to vote her out if she doesn't stop acting like an ice queen. And, you know, Phaedra knows how to win people over. She knows how to be likable. She has strategy. You know she's focused on winning. Like, honestly, Phaedra is very competitive. She's very cutthroat. And I believe that Phaedra wants to win this money because Phaedra likes money. Like, I feel that Phaedra wants to win for the money more than the title. And I love that. You could want to win the show for whatever reason, but Phaedra is just, she's fully committed to this experience and she wants her alliance with poverty to work for as long as possible and poverty is too comfortable and she's slipping and she's kind of acting like Dan in a way like she's kind of believing she's untouchable when it comes to interacting with other people she is being standoffish she's not really giving not really acting friendly and so and she's already like some people are suspicious if she doesn't change it up she'll be just like Dan because once Dan started to slip just be too comfortable and do the least like he was like oh like within two weeks and so poverty she might be leaving very very soon so okay as far as who's up for a banishment I want Trishel gone out of Bergie, Kate, Trishel, MJ, and Poverty. I want Trishel gone. Um, yeah, she's the only one. I don't want Poverty gone. I just want Peter to stay. And so, but if I'd have to choose between Poverty and Peter, I would choose Poverty leaving. So that is what I got to say about Traders Episode 7. I hope this was decent. Love y'all. Talk to you soon.